It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? We created a third echo over the years on the R-Truth's theme music. Welcome in. It's episode number three of Jobbing Out. As in, unlike the last time he was in a draft, this time AJ actually got drafted. Yay! Wow, you were in the, there. In the third round. In the third round. Well, he knows what he, he's going to lie and pretend like he didn't get drafted. Or that he got drafted in the NFL. He didn't. But he made a hell of a career for himself despite the fact that he didn't. Um, all right. I'm Glenn Clark. Aaron Oster. Brandon Linton, of course. And uh, we are to understand that the uh, main event is going to attempt to hop on with us at some point this afternoon. All of a sudden... I guess life got a little busier. I guess there's just a little bit other little. things going on in his Man world. Needs to reevaluate his priorities, God. right? Seriously, but he said he was going to try to uh, hop on at some point during the course of the show, and I, I wonder what we'll talk about. Nothing really, I guess. Nothing really. I, I, I do like how our intro is now completely correct because they always labeled AJ as a WWE superstar in training before, and then an NXT superstar. The, now it actually is, the, is a this WWE the type superstar. Of, this is the type of nerdy thing that Aaron knows about that like no one else would ever notice in well, there. No, whenever life. they like in the the A and E th- show, no, it was I, always I, AJ I, Francis I, WWE I, superstar in training. You're right, but you're the one person. It's an audience of one. It's a it's a Cold War kids song. <laughs> it's there is one person who thought about that in their life, and you are the one. So I, hey man, I'm I'm that guy for a lot of things. It's just not this one in particular for me. Um, I I don't know where to begin because I don't want to end up being redundant um, when when AJ does join us. But obviously, what a what a special night that was on Friday night, um, and 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 not just but the the randomness of it. We bumped into uh, Alex. Alex, it was great to meet you. Alex was sitting right behind us, uh, Brandon and I, on Friday night, and he did actually the, the his bit was quite good. His bit was to tap us on the shoulders and say, "Hey, you guys like this podcast I listened to?" And then he <laughs> held up his phone and it turned around. I was like, "Hey!" Which we responded, "That's a horrible yeah, podcast." Yeah, ter- you could do some. Never Brand- listen to it. Brandon was like, "You know, Tony Schiavone has a podcast. You should, you should listen, <laughs> should listen to that. You ever heard of that Conrad Thompson guy? You should listen to him." Brandon gave him some recommendations. Um, but thank you, F Alex. You. <laughs> you act like you're not that guy. Uh, <laughs> not anymore i don't have time for that shit well, that might be true i don't know about that that might be true um so it was very nice to meet you and we were trying to explain to him that a lot of people were attempting to connect the dots with uh, a moment in last week's show and when we we all kind of reacted we all got a message at the same time we were like whoa holy and they were like, oh, that must have meant that you know, you knew and um that's no. actually not true that's not remotely true um, the text that we got had nothing to do with um, uh, AJ getting drafted and nothing to do with it. I mean, it was it. Uh, I will never tell you what it was because 
you know, there are still secrets that we have, and there are still things that might come up, but it had nothing to do with that, and we were completely caught off guard when... When when they and it was it was I really was mad because I wanted them to bring the guys back out like I wanted to bring them back out after they got announced as being drafted, um and let them have that moment. If you don't know, AJ did get a match on um, a dark. I was gonna match. say we have to talk about the fact that he wrestled. Yeah, we'll get we'll get that. He did get a dark match, but I wanted him to come back out. I wanted him to get another moment after they got drafted for him to be able to come back out to the ring. Uh, that didn't happen. But when when it went up on the board, uh, Brandon will tell you that we were so surprised. That legitimately, I was watching the Maryland game on <laughs> Yeah, my this phone. fucking asshole, and sorry for people that don't like us to swear, but it's warranted in this case. This effing a-hole, it, our friend is on the Jumbotron okay, saying that his again, life is changing forever. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was coming, did I? And this person is is watching a football game to which the conclusion was foregone. Well, it this, wasn't foregone at Maryland that point. Maryland never at, had a chance at, to Not at that Iowa. point. I believe it was still uh, 7-3 at that point. I believe Maryland was actually ahead at that point in the game. <laughs> and so I was doing the bit where I was like, oh, they're going to announce some draft picks. I'll use that as an opportunity to check up on. I was punching the shit out of Glenn's arm. I was like. Yo! In fairness, I, I mean, heard it. You're at the WWE draft. How can you think that's the time to uh, watch the Maryland game as opposed to the matches? Uh, well, there wasn't a match going on in that moment. They were. I, I'm saying they you were... watch the Maryland game during the matches. You watch during the draft. That's exactly. what you're there for. Also, oh. also, just to be a little bit more fair to Glenn, Sonya Deville's microphone. Oh, it was horrible! My God, it was. You awful. could barely tell something was happening until Adam Pearce started talking. So if you weren't looking up at the stage, you could have thought it was commercial break or something because, like, her microphone was basically if I, like, stood by my bathroom and tried to talk in a not loud voice, that's how loud she was. Like, people were – and then to make it worse, the crowd started chanting, we can't hear you, which made you not be able to hear her more. did not help. Did not help in any way whatsoever. Um, I, they, there's never a good way. The draft is always so awkward. Like beyond the fact that we're very oh, excited for AJ, the draft has always been so awkward. And we've gone over it every year. It yep. it it's just it's ooh ooh. Hang on a second. Hang on a, Wait second. a second. Wait a second. Uh, no, I gotta. He did. That's a bad bit. He's trying to buzz in, but he's just trying to call me, and <laughs> forgot that like we're all on a call together. So I need to call. <laughs> I need to call him. It's just a different. Hang on a second. Let me see if I can do this. I, I you'll never guess who it is that's trying to join this show. Hello. Yeah. Oh my God! Look who it is. It's the main event. SmackDown superstar AJ Francis, aka Frank, aka Who Hotter Than Top Dollar. Yeah. I love that you make the effort to get all of my gimmicks in. Hey, bro, I'm I'm here for you, man. This is I'm I mean, to... you pay him enough to shill, so <laughs> it's true. Top uh, dog. Well, uh, Braille and I had a really good night on Friday night. Uh, AJ, how was your night? Was it okay? Man, it was incredible, bro. To go in the third round. With the third pick, first pick off NXT. For the record, by the way, um, this was episode number three of, of Jobbing Out. Just, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Good touch. Good touch. Uh, you won't like yeah, the joke man, that I made after 11th overall, like, 
just the and it's in Baltimore. It's like crazy, man. It's bro, crazy. bro. All right. So, what can you tell us? Anything like did y- y'all wore purple to the ring for the, for the match, oh. like for the cheap pop? Yes. And and you absolutely for those that don't know because they weren't there. AJ definitely began the intro by saying "Happy Purple Friday," which was. <laughs> Genius. So perfect. It was so because perfect. It's so, because here's the thing. Because we're all wearing purple. It is Purple Friday, obviously, right? Yeah. But, like, Purple Friday is a big thing that you only, like, you only even understand what I'm saying if you're from Baltimore. You That's know what fact. I'm saying? Like, I could have came out and said, Wait, they don't, hang Ravens. on a second. Yeah, they didn't, they don't, uh, Aaron, they don't say Happy Purple Friday in Vegas? That's not a thing? They don't do that, that out there? No, I don't, I don't think so. They should look into exactly. it. Exactly. I know. So it's like, like, I could have went full cheap pop and said, well, hey, I'm glad to be back home in Baltimore. But instead, I showed that I'm actually from there by saying, happy Purple Friday. I know a thing or two about what's going on. I know how y'all live your lives around these parts because I'm one of you. I'm one as you is the way that you went about doing it. No, I love that. It was tremendous. It got you the exact And like our intro, like our intro... Uh, graphics are purple, which we didn't even know was, was going to happen at the time. Yeah, I was going. I noticed that in the pictures. I was. Just, I didn't know if that was a Baltimore thing or if that was a changing thing or what. I mean, like on NXT, our color, like our background bricks and colors and stuff, was like purple, dark blue, and sometimes gold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this was like full on purple, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. So there's two things that really jump out at me, man, and I, I don't want to I don't want to turn this into like emotional mush, but like there's definitely going to be an amount of emotional mush to this. The first one was um, I saw your dad, and and you know like I, I, we both we, there's like this unspoken thing, right? We're like we're both really happy for you for different reasons, but his is a little bit more personal. And the first thing he said to me was, "You think so? Because yeah, he's my dad." Yeah. The first thing he said to me was, dude, I took AJ to shows here in 1995. Yeah. And I I can't get over it. First show I ever went to, WCW. I remember um, uh, it was, was, I think they had just brought um, Big Show on the road. Then the Giant on the road. This was a dark show. And, uh, And Big Show was so big blocked the whole like we were, our, our seats were behind his ring post in a tag match and I don't remember who his partner was but I remember Ric Flair was in the match and uh, like he blocked the whole damn ring I couldn't see a thing I, used to, <laughs> I hated I hated the giant for that well, reason well hang on a second but, match, but, I but, couldn't see anything but weirdly uh, for what it's worth you uh, what you were five so you were what like five four at that point in your life <laughs> <laughs> At five, I was probably actually like four six. <laughs> right? What the? Hell? <laughs> what the? Hell? I don't know that my son's ever gonna be four six. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that hit me. And I know that yeah, you know, so we talked about this too afterwards. We talk about how you no sell everything, you son of a bitch. But like that, that really hit me for a second. Your dad talking about that and like, just- bro. I mean, you gotta recognize the fact that like, I mean, no BS. Like I've been on, I've been to at least fifteen WWE shows in that same arena. Right. As a fan. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> no less than fifteen. Like probably more than that. I'm probably forgetting some, but like, at least 
I'm, I've watched Shogun fights in that arena. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I've, I've seen Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus in that arena. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I I was in the Tory Smith basketball charity game. That's right. That That's right. The greatest moment of your life. <laughs> so, like, to, to go back to that arena and get drafted to SmackDown, something like, like, really, I've been working, you know, trying to get to this point for since October 20, uh, 2018. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, almost three years now. But, like, just under three years now. But, like, like really, I've been working for this moment for 31 years. Right. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, it was, it was honestly amazing. And then the, to come out and then, like, not only, obviously, pop as soon as they hear hit row, but then uh, even bigger pop when they hear that I'm the one in the match. It was just, like, crazy, bro. It was, like... It was like people were yelling "not nada" with me when I was doing my gimmick. Like, it was like well, I really—you were screaming at the top of our lungs. I could, <laughs> I could not have. It could not have gone better. By the way, I really I better. made the single worst hit. I, we didn't tell you this story. Yeah. <laughs> so, as part of the deal, I, we haven't really talked about it, but Brandon and I, uh, we our seats were in the front row, and they were bestowed upon us by some gentleman you might have heard of named. Roman Reigns. Roman, nice. Roman Reigns gave us tickets in the front did row. They get, did they, they, Ro, Roman can get tickets too? Yeah, believe it or not, Weird. Roman no, Reigns. Wait, wait, hold on. Has, I just, just want to be clear. Yeah, who has who a little bit of Roman wouldn't give us tickets. tickets. Yeah. But Roman Reigns did. Roman Reigns. We got our <laughs> it's tickets. It's not that I didn't give yeah. you tickets. <laughs> it's that I, had, I already used them. Yeah, he had some family there, oh, believe it or not. come on. That's a funny bit. Come all right, on. All right. So, a bit. You, so, you guys got more juice with the head of the table. That's probably going a long way. That's true. Exactly go. right. So so the trade-off was, as you would imagine, the believe it or not, we didn't have a direct connection to Roman Reigns. There was an Shockingly inter- enough. Yeah, there was an intermediary who provided us. And by the way, the entire exchange, when I realized on Friday morning that we didn't have tickets, but this, this is a straight shoot. I had something taken care of to get tickets, and that person, it, that I was ghosted. And so I woke up on Friday morning like, holy crap, we don't have tickets. I'm going to have to buy tickets. And so I went the, – the thing that every that I, I always do is I message a friend of mine. And that friend said, no problem. I'll have Roman give you tickets. <laughs> and I said, all right, cool. Um, that sounds nice. And he was like – so he messaged me later in the day. He's like, hey, where are the tickets? And I'm like, they're in the front row. They're literally in the front row. <laughs> right behind uh, – we were right behind the, the bell. Um, I and, do and- – I, I figured my seat – the seats I got my family – the first row, first two rows. So I figured Roman seats had to be in the ring. Yeah, right. It's going to be better. Yeah, correct. So um, we're, the the deal was, well, hey man, since since I hooked you up, would you do me a favor and would you would you bring a sign with you? And so we brought a sign to support a local establishment. We'll talk more about that later on. I said no problem. It's a small trade off for front row seats. For me to bring a sign with me to uh, to support the business. Ah, hell, we all know who it's Jimmy's. That's who it is. It was a sign that we made, <laughs> and it was what he wanted me to make was a sign that said McAfee fears Jimmy's and, and pointed at Pat McAfee all night. We'll get back to that story in a minute. So I said, no problem, I do it. And then Brandon, I tell Brandon, I'm like, hey, I got to bring the sign. He's like, well, why wouldn't you put on the other side hit row? And I was like, oh, all right. Smart I person speaking. Yeah, I, I guess I could do that just in case, you know, who knows what might happen with Hit Row during the course of the night. 
So I said, you know, in case we end up seeing something, I'll make a I'll make a hit row sign because I didn't want to be caught. We were going to wear our hit row shirts anyway, just to support you. But not knowing what was going to happen during the course of the evening, I'm like, I'll put a hit row on the back of it. But like, it was, I had like five seconds to make this sign. Just, just like a sharpie, basically. All it was was an epic sharpie and per <laughs> I, in purple letters, hit row. That's all it said on the stupid sign and i looked at it i'm like i'm not showing this to anyone because they're going to think that like my <laughs> autistic four-year-old <made> it. <laughs> like, it was so low rent but um when when the crew came out uh before the show brandon and i freak out and we immediately and by the you guys were the first of the dark matches um so there's the, the first, first music that hit at all yeah was hit row yep that's correct so i jump up and i'm holding this like two-year-old sign and i could see that the people around us definitely thought that like we were make-a-wish kids <laughs> like we 100 <laughs> percent. they thought well, that's we, why how else would you get front row right seats? exactly right like they thought that's why we were there was because we. I mean, we were one time. We we were one time at WrestleMania because of Brandon's kids. That's true. We did. We actually were Make a Wish kids at that. We were Make a Wish kids at WrestleMania 35. That's a fact. That's a fact. I'm I'm convinced that when I ask for things, some people still think that that's still a thing because you're not gonna ask like, do you still have cancer, bro? (laughs) That's a good point. I mean. You're not going to correct anybody. Like SummerSlam had to be part of that. Yeah, they right? got they got in the suite for SummerSlam because nobody wanted to ask. Like, hey, are you over cancer? They're like all whispering. They're like, we got to take care of him. He's got cancer. Like, we got to do it. <laughs> um. So yeah, we, we. Hey, they can't know that you beat cancer already. That's a HIPAA violation. That's a good point, right? That's HIPAA. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right, Dak Prescott. You can't. I'm not going to answer that. That's HIPAA. That's exactly. it's personal. I don't have to tell anyone. Oh God, that's funny. All right, so so how much did did you allow yourself? I, I know you're gonna no sell it. Did you allow yourself at least a moment to like feel any ounce of holy s? This is real. This is happening, and it's happening here. Yeah, I mean, All dude, right. like the fact that they dedicated television time to drafting us, like that was we were sitting in the back, and it was like because she says my name first. Um, before she said, she says my name and then lists everybody else in the crew and then says hit row. Right. But like, I hear top dollar and I immediately pop and everyone is like, what's going on? Like, cause we're watching the back. And, uh, then she finishes it by saying hit row. And then everybody's like, Oh yeah. And it's like, it really felt like I went over and we just hugged with hit row, man. It was like, like, it was crazy, man. We've been trying to do this for. Like, I mean, I've had this idea for years. You yeah, know that? yeah, we're going to so, talk yeah. about that in a second. That's the other part we got to talk about. So, like, so, like, to actually get a chance to do it and then only really do it for, like, four months on TV and then them being like, you know what? We're just going to give you guys a chance to run with this. Like, like we, we got to skip so many steps that a lot of people don't get to skip. And... Honest, I mean, I think that we earned that, but also it's like we're grateful for that opportunity because yeah, yeah. we know that we know Hip Row could have easily been in on NXT for another year and just tried to do storylines with everybody we could and you know did the did that to elevate NXT and like but we know that we're ready for the main roster. Gonna, we know that you're gonna be on so net, like, network television. Exactly. <laughs> so, so for Fox. them so for them to be like yeah, we think you are too. 
it's like gives us even more confidence. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Oh, man. So, so ahead, I mean, man. obviously, Baltimore is awesome for you. I just wanted to know, like, did you talk to the other guys? Because obviously, Tahuti's another guy went to Maryland. Shane, Baltimore was his second home for a while, you know, in MCW. Uh, like, what, what was it like for them? Did, did you guys talk about that at all? Yeah, it was it was crazy because, like, well, I drove them through Pioneer City so they could see where, where you know, where I'm from and, and see what I represent every time I go out there and they could have a better understanding of me. And then um, we went from there. We went to Jimmy's. And then when we went on the way to Jimmy's, there was an accident on 895 that my cousin told me about because he was on his way to Jimmy's, too. And so we were like uh, and it was backed up, you know, 895. Once the once if it's a if it's an accident in the tunnel, you're done. Yep. Like that's done. Yep, you boned. You boned. Yep. So we skipped eight ninety five and we went through the city to get to ninety five through eighty three. And um in the process when we were driving through the city, we were like drove past like where Tahuti used to live when he lived in Baltimore, where he used to work, like like uh, the nightclub he used to bounce at. Wow. Like wow. We, we uh, you know what I'm saying? Like and Shane, like uh Swerve is Swerve is like he he. He talked about being in MCW and and he grew up in York, PA. So he's not far from, you know, Baltimore. So he was in Baltimore a lot too. You know what I'm saying? Like just a couple weeks ago, uh, maybe a couple months ago now, he took his daughters on a vacation to Baltimore. Why? I still don't know. Wow. But- I mean, <laughs> all the, all the, well, it's, hang on a second. It's tropical, man. Like, what are you talking about? Why? I have no idea. But yeah. he did it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it is a second home. Like, to, to Swerve and to Tahuti and it's my hometown so like for it to happen there like crazy bro, bro it, 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 it legit gave me goosebumps man it legit gave me goosebumps how much how much and this is an insane sentence to say it, it the, the words that are going to come out of my mouth are just like but how much better was that than if you had done this at Madison Square Garden you know because um, like let me let me make one point abundantly clear. Yeah, I you've love, got time for Madison Square Garden. You know, I love my hometown. Okay, I love Baltimore, and I love the fact that I'm from there. But I would have definitely rather got drafted in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's I, I don't know, close. man. I appreciate it. It would have the same sentimental value. I appreciate I don't know. it. You're, it you're right, but it would have had the same scent. <laughs> <laughs> What's the man's got name? Time for the garden, bro. What's I think the... I think your garden debut should be in the ring, not on the screen. Oh. Just uh, just well, my personal opinion. Hey, well, thank you for having that faith in me, but I would have definitely yeah. rather. World Farms Arena, once again, Baltimore, hometown, love yeah. it. World Farms Arena, worst arena in the country. Now, wait a second. Now, wait a <laughs> second. Have you been to all of them? No, you're 100% right I've about that. I've been to a lot of them. Yeah, you're I've 100%. I've been to a lot of them. So, <laughs> so. Uh, World Farms Arena is not the goods. We ended wait, up. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I do hey, want. I love the chicken from World Farms. Let me of make course. Let's make that. Oh, there will be no disparaging. Wait, let's peg this date. Okay, October of 2021. Let's talk in October of 2022 after you've been on the road for a year, and I want to know if that opinion yeah, holds. He's gonna be like, bro, it might. bro, bro. It's really bad, but you ain't been to Sioux Falls, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I've, I've been to Oklahoma City, and it's definitely better in Oklahoma City. Uh, there's no, well, they got an NBA team, man. Like it's they a little have bit a really different. Nice arena. Yeah, a little bit different. So um, we end up hanging out afterwards. We all end up back at Jimmy's, and the first thing you say, like the first thing when you walk over, is. How long ago did I tell you? Like I told you. No, no, no. Hold I on, told hold on, hold on. You. 
What was exactly, AJ, what did you exactly say from across the room as you approached us? I don't remember, honestly. <laughs> it was a good time. Can I do my impression? Please do. I told you! Yeah. <laughs> I told you! And it was... It, like it was it was funny because we were just talking to your dad about it like five minutes before that like we were talking about how years ago years ago you sat down and flushed out this exact you were we walked around new york that day where you were running promos by me like you were you yep. were like this i, I don't even know yep. how, how it's three years ago that we're talking about three yep. years so ago that, and i said the craziest part is he pitched. He told us about this exact idea for this exact group, and none of these other people. You didn't really know. I mean, you know them, but you didn't know them yet. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like, I didn't know. I didn't know at the time. Like I've said this before. Like when I first came with the Hit Row idea to WWE, like it was called The Row. But you know, when I first came with that idea to WWE, like I wanted to do it with Swerve and Leo because I knew that they both rapped. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But like, but then Leo ended up leaving, and then Swerve ended up doing like a mad scientist gimmick. So I kind of like was like, let me focus on me. You know what I'm saying? And I was just doing, you know, the rapper Frank gimmick, and then eventually, you know, Ryan Katz, who works at the PC, pitched the idea of me joining with Brianna and Tahuti. And I, at this time, I had found out that Brianna rapped. I didn't know that when I first got to the PC. Um, and then when I heard her, I actually, I, I'll never forget, we were in the weight room about to lift. We were in the same lift group. And somebody uh, put on one of my songs on the, the stereo. And they were like, yo, this is dope, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, oh, I rap too. And, you know, people <laughs> tell me they rap all the time. <laughs> and they be, and they be garbage. Well, well, hang right? on. Except for Aaron and I, who of course no, are the best rappers on the hot garbage. We are the best so, rappers on the show. So as voted. So like a lot of people do that, and I was, and and just to find out who really can rap, I'd be like, all right, spit me something. Because if you can't spit something on the spot, you can't spit. Yeah, you're yeah. not a rapper, right? I get that. Like, yep. and it don't got to be a freestyle. It could be something you have memorized. But like, if you don't have something at any moment, you're not a rapper. Like, you're not. So, um, like. She started spitting, and not only was it cool, but it was like sexy girl cool. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, this might yeah, work. Like yeah, that. this might work." <laughs> and, you know, and and then a fast forward a couple months, Ryan pitches that idea, and then I realized I'm like, "Yeah, that's perfect." But at the time, it was just thinking like me and Tahuti as a tag team, and her as like a manager. You know, it wasn't until Triple H came up with the idea to put Swerve with us that. I was I saw like the full fleshed out version of what this group could be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then I was like, oh my God, this is gonna be crazy. And then lo and behold, we get an opportunity. I catch Leon Ruff off the ladder and we off and running. Yep. Yep. And no don't even have a takeover match. Don't even have a single takeover match. Sure, oh, 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 oh. I I would I love mean, I would have loved one. Yeah, it would have been dope. Have, yeah. We we have not even seen a smidge of the potential of this yet. Yeah, and no, it's already like, that's fantastic. Thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to recognize the fact that, like, anybody who saw me wrestle in the indies and has seen me wrestle in WWE knows that I ain't really done nothing yet, like, of what I'm capable of. Like, when you saw that dark match in Baltimore, 
or I did like some really cool stuff that big men can't do. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. And you could audibly just, hear the audience react to that stuff. That's just what I'm saying. Like, like when I did the kip up, people were like, "Whoa!" Like I did not expect that. You know what I'm Le- saying? Legit- legitimately, like you heard like, <laughs> "Oh!" Like yep. like reactions. Yep. yep. And this is just, and that's like me. That's like. Not even a tenth of what you know I'm capable of in that ring. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to understand that I can get so much out of so little makes me recognize that when I get an opportunity against a Roman Reigns of what I can really break out and show people about my ability. That's what I'm most excited for. Because on NXT, I was way bigger than everybody. And I'm still the biggest person on SmackDown right now because Omas and... um uh, Commander Aziz both went to Raw mm. So like mm. I'm still the biggest person On Smackdown right now but there's a lot More people my size on Smackdown Than there was on NXT so on NXT I couldn't do my kip ups And my taker dives And all these other things That I do and moonsaults And all these other things that I can do that I Haven't had the opportunity to do because That wasn't my role on NXT Now because there's other big guys on On Smackdown I can do a lot More cool stuff and that is what I'm most excited for. I'm most excited for you versus Roman in Dallas. This, that, that is the oh, one. Oh, you, yeah. you think, I mean, at this rate, it's going to be at the Rumble. Like, they can't even wait to, to pass the AJ's <laughs> oh, on right now. Look, look, man, I've told Roman this. I told Roman this when I saw him at Jimmy's after the, uh, after the draft. I told him, man, I take one hell of a spear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was another interaction that you told us about that I don't know. Can you can you tell us anything about um, the, the, the the person that, that you greeted you after your match and offered any insights? Oh, man. You know, the, the main person who always has been cool with me since I got to the PC and has helped me a lot has been Edge. And um, Edge was, like, the first person after I came through the curtain to come up and make sure to tell me that I did a great job in the dark match and, um, you know, give me some tips and pointers and stuff. But also like Paul Heyman was so cool. Um, talking to him, man, like the, 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 the coolest part is the fact that like the way that we're coming up is like, they recognize the potential of our group. So we're already past the point of being like having to prove each and every little thing that we do. You know what I'm saying? Like we're at the point of, of they know what we are more than capable of and they're just fine tuning that. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got, I got chills. And again, I don't know if you can share, you know, we, I don't know what the rules are, but like I got chills based on two things that you told us that Heyman said to you. And the first was like a piece of advice. Right. And like, Oh yeah. The, he was. Uh, he told us about. He told me about um, milk, uh, how to milk the moment right before the finish. He he gave me an example of how Roman does it. And, and I, wa- and, I mean, we, we got to anybody we, that you can follow to do something like that. We got Roman to watch. Not a bad option. We got to watch AJ act it out. Like he literally was like acting out what to do, and I was like, oh my god, like, that looks amazing. <laughs> like yeah, that. It's looks- crazy, and it's just a small little thing that that Paul said. And it literally, like, made so much sense. And I never thought about it like that. And, like, that's the thing I'm most excited for is that, like, um, like learning from people like Paul Heyman, right. learning from Vince McMahon, 
know what I'm saying? Like learning from the the best minds this business has ever seen. Learning from Edge. Learning from Roman. Yep. Learning from these guys that are top notch, top of their game and never look back. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I that's where I want to be. You know that. Yep. Yep. 100%. Like, 100, like, man. I tell Roman that I tell Roman that I take a hell of a spear because I know that his spot is not my spot. But make no mistake. You want, I that. want that spot. Yeah, exactly right. Of course you want that spot. <laughs> of course you I have do. A, I, have a, I have a question for you. What show is The Bloodline on? Uh, the Bloodline is on SmackDown. Hmm. How many guys are in The Bloodline? Hmm. There are three males in The Bloodline, oh. plus huh. a manager and Paul Heyman. Huh. How many males are there in Hit Row? Huh. There happen to be three males in Hit Row. Yeah. <laughs> is there a manager? There is a manager, huh. and she's a female. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Interesting. That's just. A- is there is there a group pay per view coming up huh. soon? Huh. Mm. There is. Huh. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, just wanted to ask all those questions. That's all. Just wanted to. You know, I, hey, we'll think from about your it. Mouth to Vince's ears. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what what show is the New Day on? New Day is also on Smack at the Down. Hmm. Right, and then and, and from time to time, Hit Row p- participates in tag team matches. Right, every once in a while. Hmm. Interesting. All right, well, that's just that, how about that? How about that, <laughs> dude? I ain't gonna lie to you. If I get to work a triple threat tag team match with the Usos and the New Day, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> well, yes, as you should. <laughs> All we're gonna you do. Know, you know no. how, many, how many years have I come on this show and said that the Usos and the New Day it's are so the true. best tag team? It's so true. But you I also no sell everything, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's we, funny that you say that because I was just about to say Glenn and I would have to go back through. Oh episodes and just pull all of the clips of you oh saying God. them the, you know basically the all of the pre-show matches all of the the million usos new yeah. day matches and i believe one of them was match of the or probably tag team match of the year or something on one of our mm-hmm. yeah 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 but they do is in a couple months right tlc is in a couple months wow Wow. There's a lot that can be done. And the cool thing is, like, the really cool thing is, is that, like, because we're the new toy, like, we're going to get a chance to do everything. Well, and they literally announced you in the, you know, they, they made they made it clear you were a priority. Like, they made it clear. Yeah. Yeah. That like you're you're turning into SmackDown now because that's where the the hit row is going to be. Like, that's. I love when Booker T did that too on his podcast. The hit row, I know. I was that was. I'm a bit, I, I don't know, I know why it's so great to I me because I hate when like when people say top dollar, I hate it. Yeah, right. But for some reason, when people say the hit row, I love it. I, I mean, I don't know why I just did it. It wasn't like it was an utter mistake. But also, I do that with the sport of golf. I'll be like, yeah, they're they're, they're <laughs> Wait, looking at the golf. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to share a fun little observation from Friday. So. What's the name of the gentleman who's the announcer on SmackDown? Greg Hamilton. That guy loves his job, first of all. Yeah. Like, that guy was having well, so I'd, much fun. I probably fun would, too, time. if I had that job, for <laughs> what it's worth. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, so, but I knew that I knew that your match was first because I could hear him asking the guy with him 
to make sure that he pronounced top dollar correctly. <laughs> there was like something. And I, I said to Glenn, I was like, he just said top dollars. AJ's about to come out. And um, but he I, and then after he did your intro, he went up to the guy and sort of made a face and they fist bumped. <laughs> so I think I think I he was a little it. nervous about saying he it. Killed it. He killed it. Oh, he, like, he, he, he killed he it. Dude. So good. Now he's really there was, good. He's there really was good. times where when he would make an announcement right at the time where he was supposed to start talking, they would super kick him. That's a real thing. Like the PA. Did you watch this yeah, happen? Glenn? Yeah, I was watching a lot of it. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I've never seen anything like it. Yep, it was amazing. Love this. Love the show. And the, and the cool thing is, it's like I see all these people. They're like, "Oh man, Raw got all the talent." I'm like, "No, take him away." Hit what are you talking me about? Me being bi- me being biased, thinking Hit Row should be the top of the the cream of the crop. You know what I'm saying? Me being biased to that because I'm in it. Take us out of it completely. SmackDown has Roman Reigns and Charlotte Flair. Yeah. And Drew McIntyre. Like, and Sasha Banks. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what the hell? And the Usos. Yeah. And the Usos. And, and the, the New Day. Day. <laughs> I think it's going to be all right. This is where Aaron. I mean, Nate, which one person out of any of those aren't in the main event? Like, every single one of those people is a main event. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. That's a, that's a fact. That's an absolute fact. Yeah. That's and Seamus. Um, that's some dumb <laughs> ass. Man. That's some dumb ass. Sammy Zane. Uh, all right. So, so are you, so we saw you guys back on NXT on Tuesday and like there's, I know it's the following week is the week that, that this uh, like rosters. Yeah, it's this. Oh no. Well, the, the match is happening on Tuesday. That's the sword yeah, match, right? And then after Swerve Crown Jewel is whenever. So yeah, the rosters don't take effect till the. So not tomorrow night, but the following week. That's that's when we're gonna start seeing you. Hey man, I would suggest that you tune in to SmackDown. All right then. All right, I think that we will do that then. I think that we will do that. <laughs> I would just one suggest... time all year, anybody from any brand can go on any show. I would suggest that you tune in to Friday Night SmackDowns on Fox. At 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, well, guess I'm going to have. Otherwise, I'm not sure that I would have. You know me. I'm not really a, much of a wrestling fan. I barely. No, <laughs> I was going to tune in anyway. He needs, but- some, he needs to make sure Fox is still on his cable package. Correct. Um, uh, so there's two things that jump out at me. One, y- you absolutely called your shot. Like, there's no. D- oh, like, you called your shot, and it's one of the. Like, it's Babe Ruthian. It is. One of the because it's because this it's shot like fifth, it's like the fifth shot I've called. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, that's I guess that was my point is like this is just the final part of the shot. But the shot required there's still like, one shot that's left to be called. Yeah, there, there's but, more. Yeah. He's called yeah. more. Yeah. There's so one far, more shot that needs to be called. So far, this shot required four other shots or something like that to get mm-hmm. to this one. It so, was like I think I compared it to on Friday, I compared it to the Michael Jordan commercials where they'd say, off the window, off the ceiling, through the oh, river. It's very the much wood. like that. Yeah, Nothing 100%. But that. That's 100%. This. And then the other thing that jumps out at me is we'll talk a lot about, like, I try to remember when I stopped, like, I stopped doubting you. I don't, I don't know. I mean, probably when you, probably when you, after you didn't get drafted, you, you know, made an NFL career, like, all right, I, I should never doubt this guy. Like, I should just <laughs> never doubt this, what this dude is going to be capable of doing. And so I'll have people come up to me and be like, 
you know, you, you, you think AJ is going to make it? I'd be like, yeah, he says he's going to, and I stopped doubting him a long time ago. Like, there's literally nothing. So as many times you called your shot and as outlandish as it might seem to some people, I, I just wanted to be on the record. I'm not going to be remotely surprised when you're main eventing a WrestleMania. Like, there will be no, no amount of shock or surprise or – like over, I'm 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 gonna start no selling it like you do, and I told that to your dad. I'm like, I'm at the point anymore where it's rubbed off on me. Like I know it was amazing what happened on Friday, but at the same time, I was just like, I'm kind of not surprised. <laughs> like so, at this point, we know it's a, it's a when, not an if. Correct. Bro, like you you've almost. I need, it, I need it. I need. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely went into Friday somewhat expecting you to be drafted it's such a weird like, bit man it's a weird bit i mean where... we kind of we kind of expected it too just because like i never i'd never been called up for a dark match before none of us had so then for us to all four of us and even if i did get called up for a dark match a lot of times even if you're like when when austin theory would do all his dark matches he didn't come up with the way you know what i'm saying right like right when zion was doing her dark matches, she didn't come up with uh, Tian Sha. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, like, when I finally did one, and they were like, we're going to bring everybody with you. And I was, and I was, and it's the night of the draft. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a you mean to tell me you've got all of the stars from both shows there, and you want me to come wrestle on this <laughs> and, show? And my other three people. What? Yeah. That's interesting. Like, how about that? Oh, I was like, because when he first told us, I was like, oh, so what, uh, are Swerving to who? Do you work in a tag or something? They're like, nah, they're just going to be there with you. I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Dude, we sat, we were just backstage at that arena um, where I was fawning all over um, uh, one particular. Alicia Fox. Yeah, Alicia Fox. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, like, uh, who? it was Rich. Rich looked at me. He's like, Yo, does he wrestle? <laughs> and I'm like, it's so funny you should say that. Like, it's so funny that you should ask that question. Oh my God, man. Oh, all right. All right. Any, anything else you want to say about it or just uh, stay tuned? I'm just really, really grateful um, because, like I said, we could have been in NXT for another year and, like, we could have been in NXT for two years. I mean, there's people that have been in NXT forever. And, um, like, to finally, to to, like it's different. Like you, you guys mentioned calling my shot, and that's 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 a cool part of it too. But like every idea that I've like, there's there's never been any time that I've been here where like an idea of mine didn't come off very well. So like to be able to in four months go from debuting on nxt like really think about really think about like people talk about they say oh swerve has the worst title reign of all time because he hasn't defended it he hasn't defended the title he's the worst champion of all time you tell me when was the last time that a champion started a feud for his title that lasted three months long and we didn't get a single title match in that whole time and by the way it was the hottest feud on the show and, by the way, it helped make new stars. Like, when was the last time something like that happened? I, I'm not going to be able to name it off the top of my head. <laughs> because, like, we're, we're changing the game. 
Facts. That's the thing that, that's the thing that I'm most excited about is because like when I come back through the curtain and Edge tells me this is what we need. This is 2021. This is today's uh, uh, wrestling. This is what we need. Like to hear Edge say that to me about an idea that I came up with three years ago before I was even here. Yep. And to see it go all the way through to fruition, and then not only did it work for me, but it worked for my boy Tahuti. It worked for my girl Bree. It worked for my man Swerve. Like. All four of us are able to eat off of this, and, and they're and, all and they're awesome. By the way, we got the you know we we, yeah, we we've really, known really we've known awesome. Tahuti for a while, and 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 really we've had Swerve on a couple times over the years. But like spending time with them, they're 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 awesome. I'm very happy for them too. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, like we went from four people that didn't have anything going for them in NXT. Like, even Swerve was on TV, but he wasn't in major storylines, and he wasn't winning any big matches. He'll tell you that himself. So, like, we went from four people that they didn't re- – there wasn't really anything for us on NXT to five months later, the hottest act in wrestling, and now we're on SmackDown and Fox. Like, I could not be more grateful of the opportunities I've been given. So cool, man. <laughs> so cool. Uh, <laughs> you created – like, and I – you know, you created a cultural mo- movement. Like, it's – it's it's so much more than just making it to to SmackDown. Like you literally created a cultural movement on the way, and that's that's unbelievable. It's bro, it's just unbelievable. It's it's um I I told you I I didn't know when it was gonna be, but I said, man, we're gonna be there for that that first match, and I I'm not gonna cry. I swear to God, I'm not gonna cry, and I want it to be known I did not cry. I did not effing cry. Um, Is it Brandon? That's a fact. It's Brand- true. I did not. Well, he was oh for the match. Yeah, because you were watching that. Yeah, um, I watched the match. Yeah, <laughs> correct. I watched the match. It was when he got drafted that I was looking down at the Maryland game on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think we both did okay. I mean, we both were like. Yeah, we were losing our minds, though. We really were. We were losing. We looked like, Although, we looked like 12-year-olds. I had the, like, I had the laugh, it. though, because like it definitely looked a certain way because we both had Hit Row t-shirts on. And like people were looking at us like, Wait, like, like I don't know. I mean, I guess it looked like we were your friends, though. Maybe <laughs> that, I don't know. I don't know. Why you got this shirt for Hit Row? I definitely, yeah. yeah. It was like what a coincidence. We both have these Hit Row t-shirts. Yeah, but, on. but as a but to a point of order, had AJ not been there, we would have been there wearing wearing Hit Row t-shirts. Oh, well, that's true because I wore mine to SummerSlam. That's, that's fair. Yeah, that's the way it was gonna go. That's the way it should always go. Oh man! All right, brother. Um, I just can't wait to see. I can't wait to see it. Um, we're as as we were joking about with your dad. The the funny part now is gonna be when we just pop up in random towns and we start looking at the schedule. We're like, you know, Wilkes Barre, Pennsylvania seems kind of nice <laughs> yeah. this time of year. That's a real thing that we said. <laughs> well, your I dad brought up all the dates, and we were like, what towns can we drive to? Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely be there. Well, I know. For, I know one. I know one place we're definitely gonna be. Money in the Bank 2022. I know with certainty that I we're. Hope, I hope. I hope. I hope to win that mother. Oh, bro, oh. bro. I can win that mother. Oh, I, 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 I started I to say look this at in Dallas. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I we, gotta say this. I gotta say this in front of AJ just to lay the pressure on. I already told this guy that I could get his tickets for Survivor Series. So yeah, there's no excuses. Yeah, yeah. gonna need for to us not being at Survivor Series. All right, buddy. Uh, Keep abusing that cancer gimmick, brother. 
I swear, by the way, just for the record, I swear, everyone, I don't. Yeah, I'm correct. That's a fact. I know you don't say that, but it's just funny because, like, literally, as as y'all said earlier, like, there is no way that I would ever ask, do you still have kids? (laughs) (laughs) Not a question. Not a question. At AJ Francis 410. And he's, and he's bald, right? So, like, it's still totally <laughs> viable. Oh, my yeah. God. All right. At AJ Francis 410. That's how you follow him on social media. Uh, happy for you, bro. There he goes. He is. The main event. Bad. 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 Oh, man. That's so cool. AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank, a.k.a. Top Dollar. Oh man! Ah. Oh. Hey, and uh, I think I'm gonna be. I'm think I'm doing my uh, camp food drive again this year. So. Oh well, you tell tell nice. us when. Tell us what the dates are, and you know, you know, we we've helped that. Well, Aaron can't help anymore. That's really the reason why he left. Is he said he didn't exactly. want to help. Exactly, I didn't want to help. He didn't want to help. Work isn't insane. The where I have but to get shows, I'll come. I help. I have never missed a year. I don't believe, and and always show up with literally like uh hundreds of dollars worth of ramen noodles as well for uh, ramen noodles. Yeah, I'm that. I go into the grocery store and I say, "Give me all of the ramen noodles you have." They're like, "For real?" I'm like, yeah, because it's you get so much food for so little money, man. Like, I go up with a damn car full, and I, they were like, "Wow, that's a lot." I'm like, "Dude, it was only like 150 bucks. <laughs> like, it just wasn't that bad." And it's like a car full of ramen noodles. How did you get 12 pallets of ramen noodles? Like, <laughs> right. All right, bro. Um, uh, I, 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 we love you. We love you. That's all. We love you, man. We'll talk, talk to, to you guys right. later. See, you, bud. We'll see you on the road, buddy. That's right. That's right. Wow. Wow, man. Wow. Uh, I don't know what else there is to say. I just don't know what else there is to say. What a special night it was. And um, and like legit, we will definitely be at Money in the Bank. A- Aaron, I'm with you. Like now, I got to start oh, looking. Oh, believe me, if if he's at if Survivor Series is his first pay per view, I'm there. Like, there's no question about. It. <sighs> We got a real problem because the Ravens are playing a night game that night. We got a real problem. But you have a real problem. But yeah, I, 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 I also, by, by the way, I also love that everything's lining up like exactly like it's the it's the pay per view that hit the Survivor Series, which we always. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So oh. Much oh. There, this is the part we were. Oh, the other part we were joking about. Is there's is there any doubt in your mind that AJ is winning the Andre the Giant battle? Oh, hundred percent. Like, there's. It's of course going to happen that way. And I'm the gonna. Signif- as you know, the most significant match in the history of WWE. Well, the, and and he's going to represent SmackDown on Survivor Series. All of these things. All of these things are going. Wait. To wait. Occur. Wait. What? What if? Wait. Hold on. I got one better for you. Yeah. What if he ends up on Crown Jewel? Mm. I mean, I would. I've. I've. It's not. I am not nearly. I'm not the guy that's that negative about Crown Jewel. I'm way more negative about the other. I mean, I mean, like if they do that random bullshit battle royal again. Oh, oh, like the greatest. He just did the bullshit battle royal once, and it was bullshit. No, because they they have the tournament stuff, so I think that they'll avoid doing that. But who knows? Uh, he, if he wins, wins King of the Ring, I won't care about anything. He'll be winning King of the Ring. <laughs> yeah, so, King of oh. the Ring is something we love. Hey, yes. King Dalla sounds great to it me. It does. It sounds pretty good to me, man. It sounds pretty friggin' good to me. Whoo, boy. All right. Um, so the other story that we got to tell from Friday, and then we can talk about wrestling, is <laughs> so I so so John from Jimmy's is who coordinated. Thank you, John. You know we love you, and we love Jimmy's, and um uh, aaron's literally coming home just so he can make a trip to jimmy's i believe that's Absolutely. the entire, entire purpose of, of aaron coming home here in a couple weeks and um 
Oh, by the way, remind me that while we're there that day. Oh, I'm going to be there tomorrow night. Maybe I'll try it before. They they rolled out a pumpkin spice crab cake. I saw this. I'm not I know, sure about I know, this. I know. But I'm going to have to try it. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I have to try right. it. Right. So that'll have to happen. Um. So the deal was, hey, man, you know, if you're that close... You might end up on TV. Could you? Could you bring them? Like, yeah, of course, man. Like, you know, I would do anything for John, and you know, he and Roman were so kind to take care of us that I, I would have done anything. So I'm holding up the sign as many times as I possibly can, and we're just beyond. Like, if if they showed a camera shot of the announce table, we were just a little too far. If you're facing the announce table, a little far too far to the right, that anybody would have been able to see it. So we're just at no point where we're going to end up on camera. But I still, like, part of this also is that John's been doing this, like, kind of fun internet rivalry thing with Pat McAfee. Again, irony of ironies there. Um, That the other point of this is us trying to get Pat McAfee's attention to get a moment, (laughs) right? Like, that's the concept. So even before the show starts, they're bringing Pat McAfee. They announce him. He's walking down to the ring and I'm jumping up and holding the sign up and everybody in the area, Greg Hamilton's laughing about it with us. Like everybody's noticing it, but he walks the other way around the ring and doesn't come anywhere Mm -hmm. near it. Doesn't see it. So the whole night goes by and there's just no interaction whatsoever. And it feels like it's a wasted opportunity. But then Brandon notices during a commercial break that Pat McAfee has run out to go pee. And Brandon grabs the sign and is like we need to position ourselves that like when he comes back he's got to walk impossible right he's got to walk right past the sign and so brandon grabs the sign after i've been holding it all night like my shoulders are sore at this point because i'm (laughs) doing all the damn sign on i had it up for two minutes brandon finally grabs (laughs) it and he takes the sign for the first time all night and sure enough pat mcafee turns sees the sign and gives like a cold shutter face that is so effing priceless that I send it to John and John's freaking out like that's perfect and everybody loves it on Twitter and people gave us a ton of retweets for like, it. Like like to the point that I thought he was gonna hit me. Yeah, it like, was that's how he, sold he sold it really like, good. He sold it. There was it. a second where I was like, Oh no, like he's actually mad and then I was like, Oh yeah. no, he's just this good. He sold it yes, big it- time. Oh, he sold it big time, man. It was incredible. So um just an awesome night. Um, nothing else to say, and uh, it was it was special. Aaron, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this didn't happen a year yeah. earlier. Um, but we're gonna have great nights uh, moving forward. And yeah, like like I said, like I, I couldn't make this work for a number of reasons. But if if he's at Survivor Series, I'm going to be there. Yeah, like there's I, no I, question in my mind, I yeah, will be there. Yeah, first pay per view match is a pretty friggin' big deal. That's a pretty friggin' big deal. Um, so yeah, I hear you and, uh, you know, we'll, we will, they will, undoubtedly, there will be more shows. Aaron once upon a time. So Aaron and I, though, for those that don't know, Aaron and I have been friends for a very long time, dating back to college. And, um, before we started doing the show, Aaron and I were, would go to wrestling shows together. Like before jobbing out was a thing. We would go to wrestling shows together. And Aaron, Aaron had a hookup within WWE that he would sometimes like to push it a little bit. Not with that person, like with what he was willing to do to go to shows. (laughs) To the extent that one day he says to me, hey, tomorrow the pay-per-view's in Raleigh, North Carolina. (laughs) Why don't, what was it, over the top? Was that the pay-per-view? Or over the edge? Over the the edge, whatever, over the limit. Whatever the what, whatever it was. Yeah. He said, 
Would you want to drive down to Raleigh, North well, Carolina? Well, you remember what the title match was and why we went, right? It was... I don't remember. Mick, Mick Foley. And it involved. It no, involved, it, it was. It was John Laurinaitis. It was. It well, that that was the main event. Okay. John Laurinaitis and John Cena. It was CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan, which is. Oh, the main oh. that's right. That's right. That's right. That's exactly what it was. Yes, correct. And so Aaron said, "Would you want to drive down to Raleigh for this this show?" And by the way, this is how different my life was. Not only did I agree to it, my wife agreed <laughs> to get yeah. in the car. And drive to Raleigh, North Carolina in order to go to this show. Um, so Aaron and I have been going to shows for a long time, and we've done uh, a lot of things. I have not, like, you know, last night AEW was in Philadelphia. And in the past, Aaron, we would have always made a trip up to Philadelphia to go sure. see the show. But at this point in my life, like, it's just, it, we're just, those days are kind of over. You know what I mean? Like, those days have kind of passed, and... While I did think about it, like afterwards, our buddy Chris from Great Eights Memorabilia was going, and he mentioned something like, "Ah, man, that would have been cool." Um, we've driven up to, we went to, we went to an NXT house show in Philadelphia at one we point. We did. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Brandon and I did that. We went to one at an even smaller venue than that at one point. What was the? It was nor- It wasn't even in Philadelphia. It was like north of Philadelphia, Aaron. That we went to an NXT house show once upon a time, um, and so I, those days are basically just over for me. But now. A little but, different. Yeah, now. Yeah. There's a very real chance that, like, we were we were joking about. We were looking at the schedule. We we're like, they're in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and we're like, we'll probably end up going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two weeks from now, I think. We'll probably end up going to that show. Um, it's just the way things are going to be now, moving forward. Um, very cool. Very cool. And no another way to say it. It was just a very cool thing. Now, with that said, what do we what do we want to talk about as far as the fallout? As far as, do we should we are we supposed are we supposed to make our picks this week? Like, how do we do this for for what for, for Crown, Crown Jewel. Jewel? No, we'll have that, that's not for a couple of weeks. Oh, right? it's still. T- I thought it was yeah. next week. I thought no, it's two weeks. All We're right, good. okay. So, but but we, we probably should do the show on Wednesday that week. Okay, well, so it'll, yeah, it'll be literally happening. Well, while actually, we're... we we have to because that's the the, uh, the day I'm flying. Oh, okay. Go. Oh, so we'll be watching. We'll be sitting at Jimmy's watching Crown Jewel. Oh, wow! I oh didn't realize shit! That. How about that? <laughs> Wait, That's, what time is Crown Jewel? It's I'm it's, thinking of it's, like it's a noon. One, I think it's like or a noon or yeah, one, something like that. Yeah. Either way, we'll roll in with like half the show to go. Sweet. Yeah, that works out. That works out incredibly, actually. Wow, that really I'm, works. I'm, out. I'm taking a vacation day that day. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's pretty excellent. Um. Anyway, so okay, we'll do that. Then may, I don't know what we'll do. We'll talk about that another time. What do we want to say as far as the fallout from the draft? I, I am. Did we go three for three? We went three for three, didn't we? With yeah, our, yeah, we picked all three. Yeah, yeah, we went three for three. Um, Aaron will probably try to be an a hole and talk about how they didn't address Finn Balor this week, and but he wasn't, wasn't on the show either. And that, and that, that to me is like the. I know we said they needed to do it this week. They need to do it the next time we see Finn Balor. Like they they need to or not even address it, but at least acknowledge it and continue to tell a story that something might have happened. Um that that does have to occur, but it didn't have to be this week. There was a lot going on this week. They no, were doing I, I, I agree it didn't have to be this week. I just I'm not nearly as convinced as you guys that's the way you guys think it is. Well, if he comes out and they're like, this is the newest guy to Raw and he just has a match and nothing happens, I will be back on Aaron's side. About- I, you know, somebody would say there's the option for long-term booking. I I wouldn't 
I wouldn't make it that long term. It wouldn't be something that I revisit <laughs> six months down the road and like, hey, remember when that happened? But, no, I think it has to be his next real feud. It has to be whatever that was. I, or... I, I tend to agree with that. I tend to agree with that. So what's our gut tell us now? Like what, what are the big, I guess let's just give, a, give me a big takeaway. Aaron, I'll start with you. Your biggest takeaway from the fallout from the draft. Um, you know, I, I do think that the way everything positioned, if it's not the rock, Drew McIntyre is the guy for Roman at WrestleMania. I think everything has, is completely lined up for that. Now. Um, I am interested to see where they go with Roman through the winter because a lot of the logical possibilities are on raw now. So I think there's a little bit of a void, which could mean return back to the Usos, um, something like that through the winter. Um, but I, I think the. I, I would be fairly stunned at this point if, it, uh, barring the Rock, if it wasn't Roman Drew at Mania. It depends on how long the Brock thing goes, right? Yes, it, that, it, that too. It, yes, could they, they could, right, could they Brock go back to the it? winter? Yeah. Technically, yeah. yeah. Sure, could, could, could Brock have this match then then disappear for a little while and then come back for Mania? Even that that would be the other. Like possibility. I am, I am starting to want like, and I know we, we're not doing our pick, but I am starting to wonder how they get themselves out of this, right? Like I am starting to wonder. The ring will break. The ring will break. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if you can do that in Saudi Arabia. Like I think that might be a little too confusing to everybody involved <laughs> in order to do that. Like I'm wondering how they get themselves out of this at this point. Um I also I'm I'll wonder out loud if it's not impossible that to them I don't think it's a 0% chance that Brock wins for the record. Like uh, for it's not zero and if you look at the betting lines it's I it, Roman's still the favorite but not nearly as heavy as you would expect uh, Right, match. right. So I don't know. I, that is interesting to me. But yes, I do think that there would be a way that you could go back to Brock in some capacity. I do think that that would be a possibility. But outside of that, I tend to agree that Drew McIntyre is the most likely scenario. So I, you know, yeah, I think that's the big takeaway. Brandon, your big takeaway? I mean, my big takeaway is that I think, you know, I think we all pointed out how uh, earlier when we were talking to AJ that SmackDown, I don't believe, was affected much as far as losing anything, but Raw gained a lot. And I think they were smart to keep SmackDown strong, but also reorganize in a way that puts more potential on Raw. I'm not saying it's an automatic fix. But there's more moving parts there that, you know, without making assumptions about people's futures and things like that, if you just look at the roster as it stands today, there's more variety on Raw than there was prior to this draft. But SmackDown still is just as strong as it was. I agree yeah. with that. I think the biggest surprise was one of the re- one of the predictions when we when we all gave when we went three for three was Bianca being moved to Raw, but the surprise. Or Charlotte was right, the surprise. The, the prize right. that comes from there is them switching the champions because we thought the point of moving Bianca to Raw was to keep her away from Becky for a little while. And that obviously isn't going to be the case. So that is my biggest takeaway from this is like, where are you going now? And to the to be clear, I think we all know the most likely scenario is some muddled, convoluted, um, you know, championship match at WrestleMania. But that doesn't make a ton of sense to me either, for what it's worth. I, I not just because I don't like it, right? Like it's also the 
you have the opportunity to have two women's championship matches that are two huge matches at WrestleMania. And I know it's not two nights, right? Like, I know it's not like a year ago, but it just seems like that's a huge miss. And I'm I'm confused. I'm confused by the decision to spin right back to Becky Bianca. And they have also completely telegraphed that now Sasha Banks is clearly taking the pin at Crown Jewel. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's pretty clear. Either, now, whether who's, you know, I don't think... I still think Becky keeps it because I don't think that's the place to do a switch. I think if this was a different pay-per-view, you could make the argument for doing the switch and then Becky saying, well, you still didn't beat me and they could, you know, do more. But like, I think Becky has to keep it considering it's where it is. And the other person isn't even on the show that's in the match. Unless they want to, you know, they, they want from oh look look how much we've you know it, we went from not even be able to having women on these shows to having a women's championship title match and with a title changing hands that's always in play. But I agree with you logically it shouldn't. Who what there's especially that- if they're gonna have to wear the big baggy t shirts and stuff because then the picture of her winning the belt is her with a big baggy t shirt on. Yeah, the belt. they they can spin that into this is so this is even more momentous. What's the story on Bailey by the way? So oh, she got minute, injured right? in June, right? It was around June. Right. So I think that was supposed to be a six to nine month injury at that point. Okay. So, so there's not no... soon, but yeah. she could Well, no, rub- but that's that's significant. Be- only because everybody's brought up the fact that Bailey went on it wasn't drafted to either show. Um how she factors into all of this. But the biggest issue I I'm just left with this giant issue of on Raw, there's Still not knowing exactly what Shayna Baszler is supposed to be. There's just no answer right now to how you keep Bianca and Becky away from each other. There's no obvious answer there. You have Liv to keep Becky if you want to. If you want to have Bianca, I mean, you, you can, can find Shana something Baszler. for Bianca to do. Yeah, you have Bianca with Shayna, and you have Liv for a temporary since Liv moved from SmackDown. I, I, like, to Raw. but like, couldn't that could get you like a month at most, right? Like that. Well, well, no, well you, you, you have Survivor have, Series too. Remember? Survivor Series, so this can get you to the Rumble. All right. I mean, maybe. I'm not, say, I'm not Survivor saying Survivor Series will be Becky Charlotte. I, I think it's tricky. I think they could have really used having one other top star on Raw that could have been an obvious choice to work a program with Becky to keep you separated from Wait, Bianca. Sh- and Shayna went to SmackDown. Oh, Shayna went to SmackDown. Oh, that's that's right. right. Yeah, so that's, that's, not right. A, that's not even an option in that scenario. Like I, That's the part. Well, that almost feels more like Shayna goes with Sasha now. Probably. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. All right, I'm just looking at the Raw women's... I want to look at the Raw women's uh, We roster. have Nia Jax. We have Dewdrop. We have Zelina Vega move from SmackDown to Raw. Uh, it's be, all right, the women's roster is Bianca, Rhea, Rhea, Nikki, Becky, Alexa. So maybe Alexa. Carmella. Uh, Carmella. Okay, so maybe there's an answer in there. I think Alexa's the closest one to doing a multi... Like a multi-month program that could keep you separated i don't know it's just tough for me that's a tough look that makes it difficult for me imagine keeping bianca and becky separated which is what i think you should do so we'll see and i I think i think the play for them right now i I think it's more important to keep bianca away from becky than the other way around because becky can just avoid her and that's fine uh not you have to have naya pull her away basically okay i mean it's 
it's not great, but it's the most logical path right now. It might be. It might be the most logical path of, of what's left after looking at all that. But that's the only thing that really jumped out at me as being like a true surprise was like, okay, obviously Bianca's switching. Wait, what? Sh- Wait, huh? 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 Championships? Like, I thought there might have to be some more chicanery afoot somehow where, you know, somebody was going to win a belt or something along those lines. By the way, uh, the cage side, I, I want to sue you. Um, they posted a headline on Monday night that's, and I hadn't been able to watch Raw yet because I was watching the football game. And the headline was WWE Championship match Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley set for Crown Jewel. And I didn't. Oh, they they had the comma. <laughs> I didn't see that there was a the way that it was the way that it was written out. You, I didn't see the comma, and I'm like, what the. You know, like after everything that I had said last week, where I was like, I'm not even worried about it. And like, that was the headline that I saw on Monday night. I'm like, what the? And then I was like, oh, okay, comma. Sorry, sorry. My bad. That's on me. That's on me. So, so speaking of Goldberg and Saudi Arabia, something occurred to me uh, the other day. And that was, and then this is going a little off topic, but it has to do with Saudi Arabia, everything. Because I, I was thinking, okay, we're getting this Goldberg thing. He's on the title. It's a step in the right direction, whatever. Okay. It's not for me, but I get it at this point. And I was like, oh, well, it, you know, infinitely better than the last time we saw Goldberg in Saudi Arabia where he was literally winning the title. Ugh, oh. And that made me think a little bit about the day after when, and I, I don't want to relitigate the whole thing, but Brandon was like, well, there's, you know, Goldberg versus Roman for the title is actually viewed as a huge match to a certain section of the audience, blah, 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 blah. And that's why it's, you know, they're going to do it at Mania. We never got that match. We never got Goldberg versus Roman. Well, when and did, if they view it as that big of a match, well, when that they, all of a sudden scares me again. <laughs> well, when do they go back to Saudi Arabia? No, 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 no. They wanted that match at WrestleMania. I they wanted that match to main event WrestleMania. I'm not saying that's at Saudi Arabia. But I, at this point, the, the that's a perfect Royal Rumble match. The, Just have him. That's fine. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's long, not. It's it, not. It's not fine. But I know what you're saying. I I understand what you're saying. I want to make it very clear. If, if we've got to get through more months of Roman beating but, people without damaging whoever is going to be the person to beat him. I'm fine with them burning off a pay-per-view with gold. I, I thought somebody wrote something recently that was writing out that, like, there's sort of a new understanding with the WWE and Goldberg where, like, Goldberg doesn't want to wrestle in the States because the the pay is just significant. Like, his pay is now specifically based on where, I hope that's right. where the match is. Um, so, and I, I would have to go source that and figure out what it was. But, like, they, they were... The, the explanation was that, like, if for some reason they move the match from Crown Jewel to SmackDown the next night, it would legitimately cost Goldberg ten million dollars or something, like something <laughs> insane. Like, like it's right. wow. The, and I, God, I, I shouldn't just throw this out there without being able to. This is, uh, this is. I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. But look, if if if, if Goldberg is just going to wrestle Saudi Arabia, I still wanted away from the talk because I was even thinking like. Okay, I, I don't particularly love this match, but I, I have no problem with Goldberg being used. Yeah, but would it WrestleMania qualify as... Probably WrestleMania would as well. I mean, my, my more thing is I was, I was starting to think, okay, we're turning the corner here. They're not doing it for the title. Maybe they'll stop doing it for the title. And then I remembered the that they hadn't done uh, Roman Goldberg yet. <laughs> um, I, I, I think they could very well do it, but I think if they do it, it's the next time they go to Saudi Arabia. Now, remember, there were supposed to be two Saudi Arabia shows a year... Yes. And I don't know if they're at a place now. I don't know if this signifies that they're ready to start doing two a year again. Um, and if they are, then that sounds like a spring Saudi Arabia match to me. And yep. well, I like again I'm 
I'm I'm with you in that. I don't want it to be for the title. We're also just in this weird place of how we treat these. Like these these things are somewhere between house shows and and uh, WrestleMania, and we're not exactly sure where they fall between the two things. Of and course, we've had title changes the last two Saudi Arabia trips. So correct, and, and that's, that's the that's the problem. That's the issue. Yeah, <laughs> and that's such an insane range. Like, yes, somewhere a, between. We genuinely oh, don't know. Dakota house show. It's anywhere. Believe me, be, before the first one where the fiend won the title, I was saying. Why are, like, yeah, I get it, but this is the same thing as when they do the random house show specials. Like, we don't need to watch this thing. Yep, and then it became, it's it could be WrestleMania. I mean, that's the problem. We have no idea where it is between literally WrestleMania and nothing but a house show. Like, we don't know where this falls between those two things. So, it's what it is. All right, uh, you want to talk AEW? Sure. Um, You know, I, I, I got to know when the match is going to be, but there's no way to think anything other than, was it? Yeah, there is. This is this is this is a problem. Hang on a second. Wait a second. I, I think we can talk about this two ways. I think there's a so. bunch of ways we can talk about it. I think one is: Did they force feed this? Was this contrived? Yeah, it was absolutely contrived. But yet, it was contrived and worked. It yes. got you a moment. It felt real. It felt but. like it mattered. Was it contrived to get there? One hundred percent. It was contrived to get there. That doesn't even bother me. And, and and going going back to what we were complaining about before, that they built it up over the summer to not do it. Like now, it actually kind of fits, assuming we're getting the title match. And that's you know, by and, full and that's and this is so. This, this is, is the problem. Well, yeah. wait a second. There are two different things here. Yeah. Have they announced when they're doing the match? No. If I what we're comparing it to is when they've done these things in the past, and then immediately blew it off so it didn't mean anything. And if every that's single what, time they've done it, but they've never done it on dynamite before. They've always done it at a pay per view. They've always done it at a pay per view. It's always been the way that they did it. So if that's what they do, it's a massive problem. There's no array around that. If sure. this was to set up, you know, whatever their response to Halloween Havoc is, whatever their you know, here's the October show we're going to ask you to watch or. You know, we, we're we're going to do it next week because we got hockey on Wednesday night and we're moving it to Saturday night and we know nobody watches on Saturday night. So this is our gimmick to try to get you to watch on a Saturday night is we're going to do um, uh, Omega and Paige on a Saturday night. If that's what they're doing, it's shit. And I'm yes. sorry. I, I know I'm not supposed to cuss anymore. It's no, pure, that, that's terrible. I, it's pure I can't imagine. crap. I, if it's we... Either acknowledging we screwed up or we're blaming Paige because he didn't. There's no way of getting around the screw up, right? Like we can say, hey, you know, they didn't know that uh, that Paige was going to take paternity. Well, wait, wait. Here, actually, I want to push back on that. Was it a screw? Like, let's say they knew beginning. Like, we want to do this. Let's say it's at full gear. I'm stipulating that right now. This match is at full gear, and we know that from beginning of August to beginning of October, we're not going to have Paige. So we're going to do this build here so we have that building up knowing that we only have four weeks before they, they, full They gear. didn't need to make it the central part of the story. No, 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 no. And they did it for a crap main event instead. Stop, stop. No, There's... I'm not saying it's the good. It's a good thing here, but I'm just saying for the, for the sole purpose of getting to full gear, you have a choice either really push this in the summer or do this for four weeks where we now be complaining, well, this is a huge match that should have more than four weeks. It doesn't you, – you, okay, when do you think they knew they were getting page back? What, what, first of all, a couple of things. What week is full gear? Uh, it's the second weekend of November. All right, so it's so – it's November thirteenth, so they'd have um, the better. They'd have a, almost a month and a half in order to to do this program. 
Um, secondarily, Ke- Kenny and Paige existed. Like, this was not something that they needed to introduce to us. It was always there. The mistake, but does it make it bigger that the fact that you did have all of this in the summer? Well, there's no, there's nothing wrong with reminding everyone that exists in the summer. They made it the central story of the show. For, oh, I, I'm not saying for for uh, for double or nothing or what was it all all out? It absolutely hurt that. It it but they it make it bigger for this. They made it the they made it the thing and then pulled the rug out from underneath you. You can't get you can't undo that. Um, that's whatever happened happened. If they're acknowledging that now and saying, well, we have to do it at full gear, okay, I'll listen. It doesn't fix the problem, but it sets up the first really good paper ch- I, yes. there, There's, And I hate saying this because there's no way to say it. It's a positive, but there's no way of saying it without addressing the negative. It's the first actual legitimate pay-per-view storyline match they've had for a championship since when? Uh, you you could say Omega Moxley the rematch the explode as as bad as that finish was with the exploding death you can say that was a pay per view worthy title match and build I I guess I mean like I yeah I mean but then the exploding thing well happened. yeah and then everything yeah, else but I mean, just like was, the match itself it such but wait a minute but wait so saying all all of that is ignoring one very large looming yeah, dark there, cloud there is, and that's why I want to talk about this two ways I think in a bubble it was fine. I would not have gotten Brian Danielson anywhere close to this. This is the problem. And I need to ask you both this. Getting the match is one thing, and the finish of the match is the other thing. Are we bothered that we get the match if he loses the match? Or is it okay for him to lose? Does he have to win? Like, will you feel if this if if they just blow through this to get to Brian Danielson? Mm-hmm. How do we feel about that? I have a problem. I, I still, if my Adam gut Page, is that I have a problem with it. Yeah, if, if Hangman Page does not, like, you're telling us that the the you know sometimes they've been directly telling us that the Hangman Kenny story is the most important story since the the dawn, basically the dawn of AEW. Like, this is what it's been building towards. This is the Sting Hogan. This is the everything we're, we're moving towards this moment. Like, my feeling is, if you is, tell us that, then you have yeah. to pull the trigger. So my feeling is, if the, if we do the match on Dynamite, that's unforgivable. No, it's very, very much so unforgivable. But if we do the match on the pay-per-view and he loses, it's not as bad, but it's, it's yeah. close. I, I, under, I understand. It's not, it's not unforgivable, but it's a problem. I don't disagree that it's a problem. Particularly if this was what you were doing the whole time until the shiny object came along. And right. that's why all of that stuff happened, well, and, and it wasn't just because of paternity leave. So if I'm being fair, if I'm being fair, right, and and not speculative, the the big picture look of it would be Kenny Omega Daniel Bryan doesn't need a belt. Correct. It doesn't. Like sure. That's a there, there's a reason that first match was a non-title match and why it was fine because it was about who's better. It wasn't right. about a belt. Like that's you. Except you did that already. Well, but and it then, didn't. But, but it you didn't, didn't have find a out who was better. Right, you didn't get a. You didn't get a winner. So but I mean, you have him now saying that he's going after the title. And that's and he's the not problem. And a that's that's a anyone. that's that's a bigger problem. Correct. That's, that's a problem. bigger problem. It's a bigger problem um, to have two different people that are both, and and that right. that takes like, away. Like we can say that, but on the show, they've shown that he very much is right. That, and that's why I was saying 
I, like, I had no problem with getting that first match out of the way, and, and it built towards, you know, if they want to do it in the spring or summer, again, uh, just another just who's the better man match. It was the promo after, and then the promo sense, and making it about the title that makes the whole thing problematic. Yep, it's a problem. There's there's no getting around that. It's a problem. Um, can it be solved? Can can Daniel Bryan wait? You know what I mean? Like, can, can you just... Could you have... Or maybe he's the one who gets the title match at Halloween, you know, whatever the version of Halloween. I don't think we're getting the Halloween Havoc. You can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that. Yeah, like you have to pick a thing and do the thing. Like it, it, these two people that like he's not evil Uno or whatever. Like you can do that with dudes like that. Like you can do that like with um. Christian, like if he was going to be on a dynamite title match or like some Matt Hardy or some person like that, right. you can't take someone who you want to be one of the most significant people on your show and do that. So I would no, say, no, no. I would say there are two things here though. I, I think you could still have Paige win, have Daniel Bryan then work a program with Kenny Omega that's not related to the belt. And then if, for example, MJF were to beat Hangman Page to win the belt, to then spin back to Daniel Bryan and MJF next summer, right? And Daniel Bryan say, hey, don't forget, I said I wanted to win the title. Like, just because yeah. I had to take care of the, the Kenny Omega problem doesn't mean that I don't want to win the title. I, I think there is math that can make it work. It doesn't look good right now, and I'm not – I want to make it very clear. I don't have faith that they'll, they'll put all the pieces together the right way because, the to Brandon, to your point – one of the AEW problems is the shiny red, you know, the shiny object problem right now, which is, and the other problem is this thing that, like, AEW marks will speak into, like, all of the weeks feel really big, and now they're trying to live up to that. Like, they're trying to live up to, they're trying to book themselves to, well, every show is a pay-per-view. And in doing so, they end up getting bored and saying, well, let's just do this now. Let's just go ahead and do this Let's blow it out because we need something that feels big because every show needs to feel big and feel like a pay-per-view or something along those lines. So they, the idea of them having good long-term booking, I'm not giving them that either. Like that, There's no evidence of that being the case. But can it be done? Can you clean it up the right way? Yes, of course you could clean it up the right way. We're just speaking to our lack of faith that they will. Correct. Um, yep. That aside, it was it was a great moment. It was a neat moment. It was it was good television, um, and and doing it in Philly was also the uh, good call. <laughs> it was a good call, and as contrived as it was, they did pull off, you know, a distraction technique. They did. You didn't. The I, the Joker has always been someone coming in, and so the internet chatter wasn't about Hangman Page. It was about, you know, Braun Strowman or Bray Wyatt or, you know, Danhausen or whoever. It was about anybody. They, they, did, they did pull it off in a way that that pop felt genuine. We didn't expect this. And it's a tough thing to do in professional wrestling. Yep. No, I thought that was fantastic, but it also speaks to the fact that this is who should be your next champion. Yes. Oh, There's one, no question 100%. about it. I, I will. I, you know, as as much as I've defended some, so you got uh, AEW against you guys. If they don't put the belt on Page, it's as close to an unforgivable mistake as you can make. Well, it's it's hard. There's a lot of things on those li- <laughs> on that list, but uh, I hear you. Um, 
The other big story from Wednesday, of course, was the and we can't get around. We, you can't get around this. <laughs> Th- this is rich, and I know that we knew that it was coming, so like it's not. But it's really rich for the 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 company that didn't have a women's division oh. <laughs> to suddenly be the company that's going to have a second women's belt. Um, a shitty one. Belt. No, it's not. I I actually kind of like the look of it. I, I don't like TB, the thing that says TBS is a bargain basement brand. You're gonna put the Seinfeld refund or, or I, I think, I think how, how rerun network on a belt. I mean, is it any different from whatever you know cable movie beforehand? I'd rather have the Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, look, I'm I, I don't really want to get lost in the minutia of it. What I want to say yeah. is that this works if you're setting up for there to be two brands, and that's a tricky thing to do because. WWE struggled with it, and they're WWE. But they... I mean, their women's champion was barely on the show. They have not... And that's a different... <laughs> I am all for... if the, Again, we talked about it a few times. If they're trying to declare we are hellbent, we have acknowledged that there hasn't really been the women's division that we said there was going to be. We're hellbent on making it happen moving forward. That's all well and good, right? But you've done nothing to establish why there would... Why would anybody want a secondary women's title in a company where there hasn't been a women's division? Like, that's the... You can't get around that. This is always the tricky part about secondary titles in general is, like, why really are you going after the secondary title? Why wouldn't you want the top title? And so because of that, sometimes the wrestling company has to pretend like it's not really a secondary title and find ways to show that it's, it's a major title but then they have to remind you immediately afterwards, but it's not the major title. Like, it's always a very tricky thing to do. And it would make way more sense if they were setting things up for, we're going to be, you're going to be seeing more women's performers on Rampage and Dynamite, and we need to have, like, a belt for both shows. But they're not doing or saying that, and I don't know that that's a good idea. And in the meantime, it's just all kind of laughable the idea that they're introducing a second women's belt at a time yeah. where they've like, I, I will give them that the last month or so has been better. It's also kind of goofy because like they had a secondary women's belt. They were literally having t- NWA championship <laughs> matches on pay-per-views. Like it's, it's just all kind of silly. I hope that they're prioritizing, figuring out what a women's division is supposed to look like. Um, I, I hope that's the case, but this really is quite rich, like them being the company that's introducing a second women's championship. Can we yeah. say on October 7th, 2021, who the first champion is going to be? Cause I, it, I, I mean, it seems telegraphed for it to be Jade. Like it seems. No, 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 no. That's who it should be. Probably. It's going to be Brandy. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't buy that. Uh, I don't buy that. It seems telegraphed. Her, to me. her return, her big return from having a child. I, I you don't you. think? I hear you. I don't. I. I God, I hope not. But I'm not telling October you. October seventh, twenty twenty one. I, I told hear you. you. I hear you. All right. Um. No, this seems to them like well, we've established Britt Baker as a star, and all we know how to do. We don't. We don't know how to make other women stars at this point. So, how do we create a second women's star? And this is the only way they know how to do it because they don't want to have Jade Cargill bury Britt Baker. So this reeks to me of 
how do we figure out another we we need to have a second women's star on our roster we all know that it's Jade Cargill but how do we do that without without it hurting Brit in the process and this seems to be their answer for how they go about it. I mean, don't you that. think they're more likely, though, to make that title just what the NWA title was and have it be like Thunder Rosa and Sabrina Deeb and like all those types of people? And, and I'd, Jade- have no, I'd have no problem with that. The only problem is you called it the TBS title. The only show that's going to be on TBS is Dynamite. Is any show going to be on Ram- TBS? Rampage, is, Dynamite. Rampage isn't also moving to TBS? I, I, I think Rampage is staying on TNT. Okay. Oh, it's moving permanently. I missed that. Yeah, Dynamite, yeah, yeah. Dynamite, Dynamite that, is moving to TBS. Yeah, is that, that was, because of the NBA or something? And the but, NHL. They have the NHL now, too, on, yeah. on That's TNT. Right. That's right. Um, so... So what happens to the TNT title? <laughs> it only gets defended on Rampage. By the way, <laughs> they're probably... That's not a bad gimmick, by the way. It's not Actually, a yeah, bad gimmick. I, I don't hate that either, but... Uh, like... I don't think that's a bad gimmick. I don't. I'm, I know that sounds crazy. I, mean, I, I hate. I personally hate the titles being called the network names. I, I do too. But that reason, if you made it a TV title, basically, and right. only on the one show, you know. I'm listening. I, like I am listening to that. It's not nothing. It's it's it really isn't. Um, but yes, if that's what they do, Brandon, then the, you know it's going to be the same problem where it's going to exist. And and the, look, I I I. I like Thunder Rosa a lot, and I know they they really have. I do need to give credit. They have done a better job in the last couple months, and and part of that is the bar. Yeah. When I say that, the bar was so low that almost anything would be a better job than that. And if what's happened over the last couple of months is – what was the match that we referenced, and I said then, if that was their announcement – there was a a hardcore match. It, it was sort. it was the the Britt Baker Thunder Rosa match. That and I said the next. I said if that was their way of announcing that they intend to have a women's division moving forward, then I'm good with that. And I, you know I don't have it immediate math for this, but my gut is it probably lined up about that way. That like from that point on, they've had something that resembled a women's division. Well, we came on and trashed them like two weeks later when they did that terrible match on the pay-per-view. But I don't even remember. There was a terrible the, the match they did on the pay-per-view with Brit. What, and, what, uh, what was, was it? A velvet Scott or um, red velvet? Oh, red or velvet. Whatever. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah. I mean, you literally came on and called it abomination. And well, all that. yeah. Yeah, but one one bad match does not mean like the entire division. You know, they're not trying to division. My, and right. No, but I think Glenn made a point to say like you can't have a women's division if this is what I mean. That was about that. I don't. Rem- uh, I don't yeah. remember that. But I like. Anyway, the point being, since that time, I, I'm I'm openly acknowledging this. There have been more matches between female characters, and that's how you create a division. Is you just do matches. And, and, and I thought this week, as, as kind of flimsy as the 50-win thing was, like it actually kind of felt like it fit and yeah. it, it had a place. Like I'm not saying it was perfect by any stretch. I'm not saying, oh, my God, this is great. Yeah. But it was like, I'm like, uh, you know, this felt like something. If you have a division, you would have a match like this. Uh, I'm not. Th- those women can wrestle. I'll give them that. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt about it. I'm, I'm trying to say this a bit. It's going to be tough to get me excited about Serena Deeb. Like, it's just going to be tough for me to... Even even saying, like, she's a heel now, I, I don't see it. I just don't. I, I, 
I've always liked. I mean, I'm not going to say she. I'm not going to wear her gear and, and you know stand for her. But I've I've always enjoyed her work. I think she's a fine performer. I think she's a fine performer, and I think that's about what she is. Like I think she's someone that can help you out when you need somebody to work with somebody and try to make. I I think Serena Deeb can help you. But you need those people if you're building a division. I, I agree. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. Um, the other issue is you can't. You got to talk to Jim Ross about calling performers pretty. My God, man. Like, what? Yeah. You have to stop that. That's got to end. You how, how did JR turn into Lawler? I, that's the. It's so inferior. I feel like he thinks he's saying it in a way that's not. Like, he's. You know, I'm calling them pretty, right? And, like, I. There is this weird, like, post Me Too, like, conversation that happens. Where how do we acknowledge someone is an attractive person without seeming like we're we're drooling on them, right? Like, is that does exist within society? Like, we can all see male or female. We all know that there are. This is a good-looking man. This is a good-looking woman. How do woman? How do we do it? I think that's a bigger societal issue that we're having. And in my mind, like this one this week was just. It was just him using the term pretty. Like, it was... A, and it, did you remember what the... I don't even... God, I wish I remember what it was. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think in, in his mind, he's just acknowledging that this is a physically attractive person, and that's all he's doing. But it's just not... It's not good from the play-by-play person. There's no need for it. You don't need to be the one that, that does that. And... It wasn't nearly as egregious as the last one, and I got I should write these down. Um, it really wasn't nearly as egregious as that, but it just yeah. it it's it's not good. It's not good. There's no way of getting around that. Um, Chris Jericho's back. Okay, um, I'm still he's been back. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean he was he was he was at the New York show, but this was like. This was him back aligned with Sammy Guevara and back like it felt. Well, but he was feuding with these asshole guys. I know, but this was now aligning it all together for something. Sure, sure. Um, the inner circle is back, is what it is. Yeah, but it but it's not right. Like that's the that's the weird part (laughs) about it. It's back for a ride. Let's put it that way. Sure, it's, it's half of them. And that's the part that I can't figure out. Like. There's enough. We're Santana and Ortiz. There's enough dudes in in American Top Team that there would be logic in there being an an inner circle, but we still don't know how many of them are actually going to wrestle. Like we still don't know, like what the, all of the different MMA fighters are there to do. We keep talking about Jorge Masvidal and Junior Dos Santos in particular, like. They're not famous, but they're well known within a, the the mixed martial arts community. They're very famous in that community. Um, are they are they there to do a match? Do they want to be wrestlers? We just still there's a lot of questions that we don't have the answers to yet in terms of that. If this is just Chris Jericho and um, Sammy Guevara against Scorpio and Ethan Page, well, that's helpful to Scorpio and Ethan Page, which is like the first time. Any of this has been helpful to Scorpio and Ethan Page. Well, they did get the win in, in New York. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You're not wrong about that. But it feels like this is really about the MMA guys. It really feels as though... By the way, right now, Brandon is changing his pants and doesn't want us to see that he's changing his pants. <laughs> like, it's a very... 
Like, I wish you guys could see. All, like, he's like going, it, it, it is he's strategizing weird. how he goes about changing his pants without us. Are, are, like, do you not wear underwear, Brandon? Like, is that the problem? I don't want to offend anybody. I, I, we, we have all not. sat around in circles doing this show it, without, without pants. pants on. That's a fact. That is a thing that legitimately occurred. Um, that, that's, that's 100%. Fair. It was a very, yeah. it was very, like, he, watching Brandon strategize <laughs> was way more distracting than Brandon not <laughs> having pants on. Like, he kept, do I turn, do I turn the camera off? Do I walk away? Do I, <laughs> like, it was very funny. That's definitely what was happening. It was very funny what was going on there. I just, I, I, I think, it seems like they're trying to tell a story that's about Junior Dos Santos and Jorge Masvidal. Um, it would make way more sense for it to be, the entire inner circle against all of these guys, and I guess that's still quite plausibly where they end up getting to. Um, it, that would be the type of match that would make sense and say some sort of stadium stampede, but I guess that's not going to be a thing any longer either. Uh, what else did you want to talk about from Wednesday? That was pretty much... I, I think we covered the big things for Wednesday. Okay, and then from Tuesday, we're, we're going to do... Braun Breaker versus Tommaso Ciampa. Do you think he's going to win? Yes, yes, I do. I 100% think he's going to win. And I think it's the right call, too. Why? Because if you're going full full gear with this, you know, we want to beat the, you know, beat it down. This is a new show. This is new people. These are new talent. We want these younger guys to shine. Then, then let's get a flag bearer for that. I, what, about, um, what about the Joe Gacy part of this? Do you think that that's going to happen or no? I, I don't know what to make it about Joe Gacy. I think well, they're he get he gets inserted into the match if he. Beats I know. Him. No, I, I understand that. I think they're just really excited that it got talk on Twitter, and they're trying to capitalize on it. That's yeah. all. That's all I think the Joe Gacy thing is. Is this got some some you know they'll call it mainstream. I sh- I assure you it ain't mainstream. Um, although they also were the people that showed Clay Travis in the crowd at Raw on Monday night for f's sake. Um. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I just think they're trying to capitalize on the attention that Joe Gacy got. And so I'm not I'm not too worked up about it. The only thing I'll say, Aaron, I hear what you're saying. One, where does that leave Tommaso Ciampa? Not I mean, just you use him, you can't, assuming you want to keep him around NXT. I a tiny bit surprised he didn't get drafted, that's, honestly. That's like the, that's the weird part about all of this to me, is trying to figure out he I mean, just because he wasn't drafted doesn't stop someone from later saying, oh, we signed a good free agent. I, I agree with that, but they keep having him talk about being a lifer. Like, they keep yeah. going back to that well, and so I'm a little bit confused you, by that. You don't need to have him be a champion to be kind of the, the steadying base either. I understand what you're saying. I think the second part about this to me is I think Braun Breaker wins it, but I don't think it's the first time he goes for it. I think he loses, and that creates more of a chase for him. Look, Loses like a fluke rookie mistake type Something thing. like that. Yeah. And okay. I also think it helps legitimize Braun Breaker that like maybe he's got to fight somebody else in the meantime. It just buys you a little bit more time that it wasn't just, you know, one. He beat the guy that had the belt for two weeks. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 my gut tells me, yes, Braun Breaker is going to win the belt. I just don't think it's going to be. At Halloween Havoc, I think it's going to okay. be. I don't think so either, and I think I think that I think we have to be a little cautious of the Joe Gacy thing because they have Parker Bordeaux or whatever his name is. Like, there's something going on with that guy that was staring in the crowd at him. Yep. 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, are they aligned? Are they? Oh, I mean, it, it it feels like this is a new age straight edge society. Okay. Like that's where they're going with this. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Anything else you want to talk about from Tuesday? Um, think, go ahead. I, I think that your theory, though, about Champa is going to be what happens with Raquel Gonzalez. I think I would give Mandy Rose the title, and I would put Raquel Gonzalez on the main roster Boy, that, as like could the go, hot free It could agent. go a lot, uh, a long way into addressing my Becky Lynch problem. My yeah. God, would yeah. that go a long way to addressing that issue? Yes. Raquel Gonzalez needs to be on the main roster. Un- un- I mean, unfortunately, I think-, I, I think that solves the Becky Lynch problem in the wrong way. Because I think if Raquel goes up, she might supplant Bianca. Mm, okay, I hear what you're saying. Maybe I don't. I think you. Can I, I'm not saying it's back. definite. It would be a concern to me, though. Yeah, right. Uh, actually, there is. I was stunned at that pop for uh, Tony D'Angelo. That was crazy. Yeah, I don't. It, I it don't. was good, and I was I was in on him trying to bribe the uh, ref before the match. Right. No, I like I liked, just, I liked yeah. it. I'm just not going to. I mean, read that's it. also the jabroni crowd. That, you know what I mean? That's not a real crowd. Oh, the loudest pop of the night was for him. It was kind of crazy. I'm not going to read too much into it, but it did it it did happen, and and we'll see we'll see where it goes from there. We'll see where it goes. All right. Anything else that we needed to cover this week? Not really. I think we kind of covered most. I, you know, I, I guess. Do we think that? I guess it's only two weeks, so it doesn't matter if the Drew Biggie thing's going to work or not. You know, we were talking about that last week. Whether the respect angle could work or if that would hurt Drew. But for one I week, think, it worked. I think it's okay. Yeah, I think it yeah. worked fine. Yeah. I think Drew's not threatening, so the crowd's going to be okay. Because and, and I think and it's only two weeks, and the match is in Saudi Arabia. And he's and he's non-threatening because he's on SmackDown now. So I think everyone's going to be okay with it. I I think yeah. I think it's okay too. By the way, I just saw this. This just popped across uh, from Andrew Zarian. Uh, WWE is aware their events in Saudi Arabia is seen as quote a very big house show with no longer term repercussions unquote. They Uh-oh. want they want to change that with this year's Crown Jewel. So expect the show to impact television <sighs> storylines. Dun 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 dun. dun. We'll, we'll talk about that I mean, more when uh when we I, I don't know I think we should do picks next week I think that should just be our plan is to do well, I don't know we'll figure it all out we'll figure it all we'll out. Figure it out all right yep uh yeah because we, we'll probably get like five more matches after the show next week that's well, the only yeah. problem that might be that might be true all right Aaron that's what do you want what do you want uh, what do you want to plug uh check out Vison Vison dot com Vison on the iHeart Media app Vison on your Xfinity app. Uh, check it out the nightcap 7 to 10 Pacific 10 p.m. 1 a.m. Eastern every night Monday through Friday and of course follow me on Twitter at the Aoster Brandon we just released a little like a very small amount of tickets for a couple shows that were previously sold out so this Saturday October 9th Newfound Glory and Less Than Jake at Ramshead Live nice. Manchester Orchestra on October 16th at Ramshead Live and Kevin Gates October 22nd at Ramshead Live all were previously sold out but a few tickets are now available um, more announcements are coming in the coming weeks. Follow us at Ramshead Live on Twitter or at Ramshead Live on Instagram. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is my website. Hey, uh, Baltimore Celeb Fest 2 is coming up. We're gonna wor- we're working on uh, guests for next week, but uh, I want you guys to support Baltimore Celeb Fest 2. It's not, it's, Kurt Angle's going to be there. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's pretty significant. 
the Iconics, uh, which, what's their new name now, Aaron? Inspiration. The inspiration, thank you. They're going to be there. Uh, Baltimore Celeb Fest 2 is coming up, and the Grade 8 Stable. Find out more at memorabilia.com. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. Vent. Vent, 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 vent. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. No, oh, I thought somebody else might do something here. I've got nothing prepared. Yeah, neither do I.